right, all right. Welcome back to the Nurse Man Dan Show. I am your host, Nurse Man Dan. How has everybody been doing since I uh, since we talked last? Since you listened uh, last? Um, I know I mentioned in the post on the uh, I don't know if it was on the Facebook page or whatnot that I would pl- I had planned on talking directly to the sixty to seventy year olds and what they can be doing to improve their life before they get too old to make those changes. Um, but I've decided that I'm going to continue on with uh, the topic we were speaking about last episode, uh, which was just why I think, you know, this idea that people think hospitals are all about making people better and getting people feeling well. It's not that. It's really just about the money. They don't, they don't care that much about, some of them do, not all of them are like this, but the people at the top, they don't care. They don't do the patient care. They don't care. They have a job to do, and that's to make income for the hospital. Um, so tonight, you're. Uh, I'm going to tell you what happened to why my career in the emergency room ended. Um, some of the stuff uh, some people might not understand. Um, I, all I can say is that everything that I'm going to discuss... It, it is what happened, and not only is it what happened, but I also have every everything recorded on an audio file. They didn't know I was going to record all this, but I did because I knew they were lying, and it's just scumbags. That's what happened. So, like I said, uh, been there four years or so. COVID comes around, right? I go into the room. The first guy in our hospital to have the virus um, was my patient in the emergency room. Got put on quarantine the next day for two weeks. No symptoms. Came back. Um, in that time since I had been gone, the hospital had started to implement all the additional safety measures due to the virus. You know, having mandatory masks when you enter, uh, always having to have your mask on. They even put up like these ventilation things in one side of the emergency room that was kind of closed off to the rest. It looked like, um, you know, at the end of ET when he's in there with all that plot, that's what that looked like. So I got back. It's all new. Everything's going on. Um, there's some new policies we have to follow. Go figure, right? Another hospital policy we have to follow. So the, the people that were working the day each day in the ER, it was, they would, they would rotate them. So that every day the same person wasn't stuck being inside this bubble tent um, inside the emergency room. Um, so I kind of noticed right away that when I was in there, everybody was in there, that we did not have the supplies like we needed to, 100%. We were not only, like we were really forced, I guess. I mean, we're not forced. They didn't hold a gun to my head. I could have said, fuck you guys. I'm not going in the room with the safety equipment you're providing with a virus that we don't know about yet, but I didn't. I just went in and I did the job, right? But it must have been two months after I got back. I mean, a period of two months that I'm not even joking. We were having to reuse face masks, like regular face masks, not like the N95s, not respirators. We were reusing regular face masks, masks. And then they were worried about getting short on supply. So what you did is you'd get done at the end of your shift and you'd put your mask in like a brown paper bag so that when you came back next time, you could use it again. So even if, if, I mean, they're so worried about the masks, but like we just kept putting it back on our faces. 
And not, not just the masks. We had to reuse the gowns, the hospital gowns. Like, you know, when you go into a contact, like an isolation room, you have to put these plastic target bags over your body. And um, anybody out there who is listening that's a nurse knows that if you're in a room for any more than a, you know, a period of two minutes, you're going to be sweating whatever private parts you have off. Because it's like, it's like a sweatsuit. Like uh, when fighters are trying to drop weight and they put those plastic bag suits on and they cut weight. Those gowns we were having to reuse. So you would come out of the room, be taking your stuff off, and because it's stuck to your body, because it's hot as hell in the ER, it, they start to tear. But did we get new gowns? No, we had to put on holy gowns and go back in and out of the room all day, 12 hours. So like, like I said, I don't care. But when their big push was we're keeping people safe, it's like, but you're not really keeping people safe. You're not keeping your employees safe. We're reusing these masks. We're reusing these gowns. That's not how it works. If there's a hole in the equipment, it's defective. But we're still using them, right? So they didn't really care. They wanted to make sure that people could still come in so that they could be treated. And they made sure they had masks. They didn't have to wear gowns. But, you know, they came in so that they got their check. We went in for a while and had to continue to reuse equipment. It was bullshit. Um, and around this time, this is when the stores were all out of stock of like the common necessities that most people need cleaning wipes, Lysol bleach, toilet paper, blah, blah, blah. Um, so somebody, uh, that was working with us that day had gotten a text from somebody who worked at a target that was roughly five minutes up the road from the hospital. Okay. That they had received a shipment of those supplies. Remember, for months at this time, this we had been required to continue to reuse the same safety equipment, even if it had holes, even there were if there were defects in it, okay? So, we were at risk. We are the nurses and the doctors, hospital staff, were the ones most at risk for catching the virus. Because we had to be there no matter what, and then they didn't provide us with what we needed to stay safe. So, uh, you know, she says, hey, they got a big truck of stuff at Target. Let's go two at a time to Target, get supplies so that we have stuff to take care of ourselves at home and our families so that we can, 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 so that we can continue to come in and take care of the community, right? All good there. It sounds like a good move. Keep the people that are providing care to the community safe and well, and then you can keep your hospital going, right? Seems to make sense. It's pretty basic. Now, I was not the charge nurse that day, and for anybody who doesn't know what that means, the charge nurse, at least for the ER, is the person who, who keeps shit running smoothly as best they can, right? Uh, somebody's got questions, somebody needs something, you're kind of like the floater. You help on everybody, you're making sure... You know, papers are being signed X, Y, and Z. I wasn't charged that day. I had been charged, and I'd been charged for a couple of years at this point. Um, so I was like, yeah, that's a fantastic idea. So myself and a paramedic, we were the first two to go. But before we left, this is, I guess I need to catch all up so this all makes sense. Um, we, at this time, we were not allowed to wear our own personal scrubs to the hospital, right? We had to wear your own clothes in, and then you would go into the lockers and you would put on the surgical scrubs. They get sterilized and cleaned um, and then sent back to us. So we get there, we get on our dark blue scrubs, 
And then shortly after that, we hear about the truck. And then me and this paramedic go to Target. At this time, when we got there and at the time I left, there was absolutely nobody in that emergency room. Nobody in that department. There were plenty of providers. It wasn't going to take us long to be gone. I'm just throwing that out there. So we get over there and we're waiting in line, me and this paramedic. Um, and me and him are in dark blue scrubs. And there's probably 14, 15 people in the line. And everybody's got masks on, right? Everybody. Everybody's got, like, there's people in line with, like, gloves on and hairnets. And I'm not really sure what they're doing. So it's not like me and this paramedic are the only people in line with any kind of personal protective equipment on, right? The only thing that might look weird is you see two guys in dark blue pants and scrubs. I mean, scrub tops, you know what I mean? So... The doors open. Me and him go. We get a shopping cart. We go back. It's not even a bunch of people running. It's just like a regular empty target. We go back and we get paper towels. We get cleaning supplies. We get toilet paper. Stuff that we needed to keep us going just like everybody else in the community. Everybody needed it. It wasn't like we had any advantage. In fact, we were probably disadvantaged because we work 12-hour shifts. So how are we supposed to get out sometimes? So we load up the cart and we are walking back to the checkout. And this middle-aged woman with a buzzed head slash purple hair sticks her head out like around the corner and says, Hey, y'all shouldn't be taking all that for yourselves. Everybody needs stuff. And like I hadn't made any contact with her. I hadn't, she just engaged us and I didn't say anything to her. I remember this specifically. I remember I looked back at her, back at her, and like kind of like smiled like, I don't really, you know, I don't really care what you have to say. I, I really don't care what you have to say. And then we went and checked out. No issues, right? Get back to the hospital. Two more people go and they swap out until everybody goes and gets some stuff. No issues. Nobody died. Nobody got hurt. No care was delayed. The only thing that happened was that the nurses got stuff to take care of their home life and their families. And that's it, right? Nothing bad. So two weeks, three weeks goes by and I get called into the office by my manager and I can't tell you his name. Um, let me see. What's another name it could go. I'm going to just call him Reg. Let's just call him Reg. So Reg is like, hey, did you you know, go to Target a couple weeks ago? And I was like, yeah, 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 for sure. And he was like, you know, you forgot to clock out. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, you forgot to clock out. I was like, all right, well, let's just, can we just go change that? And he's like, no, we can't. It's, uh, it's already been, been an issue. It's already been evaluated, right? So I'm like, okay, so that's never happened before. So what is it? You gonna, do I get written up? Or are you going to talk to me? And he's like, I, I, can't, I can't discuss any more on the matter. He was like, his tone was very off for what, what I, at the time I thought was the only issue was me forgetting to clock out. So I was like, okay, all right. So I like left the office, you know, continued my work. Um, and then the other nurses also had gotten called in. So there was this kind of like whisper going around that somebody in the uppers were not happy that we went to go get stuff from Target. So I guess it's probably another week or two after that meeting with Reg. Um, 
and I knew I, I knew I had another meeting. I had a meeting with HR. Um, one of the nurses that went before me on this day had been there for 15 years. 15 years she has been an employee at this hospital. And I really want to say what hospital this was just because I, I would like anybody who listens to this to take their business elsewhere, for sure. It was a scumbag move and uh, just garbage. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, no disciplinary record. 15 years this nurse has been there doing a great job. And she was a great nurse. She helped everybody. She had a good attitude. She was good at what she did. Kept them, you know, kept the ER moving. Um, so she had went in prior to me, prior to my meeting time, and came out crying. And I was like, what's wrong, you know? And she was like, they just fired me. I was like, what the fuck? Why did they fire you? And she went into, I mean, she told me why. And I was like, well, shit. I'm guessing that means I'm about to be fired as well, right? So now I get, it's my turn. I'm getting called into HR with, um, I also can't say the lady's name that was the HR manager at the time. Um, just a mean, nasty bitch of a woman. You know what I mean? Just, I really couldn't stand her. Um, so I get in there and I'm kind of have a feeling like, damn, I guess I'm about to be fired. And Reg comes in and uh, he sits down. And he starts reading off a piece of paper and he starts getting almost like choked up like he was going to cry. And I was like, all right, so I am getting fired. And this guy always, I've always loved Reg until that happened. Um, and I could just tell that like in his eyes, he didn't want this to happen. He knew it was fucked up, but he had to do what he had to do to keep his job. Right. So he reads off the thing and he says, you're being terminated. Your employment with Riverside is terminated. I'm like, all right. And they went through and told me why. Now, the reason that they are going with is because I have, like I said, I've got all the documentation. I've got all the paperwork. I got all the voicemails. I recorded every, every, I've recorded the meeting when I got fired. And if everybody reaches out to me afterwards in private, I'll look it up and send it to you. I might even tell you who they are. So they said, I was like, is it because, because we went to Target? Is that what y'all are pissed about? And he was like, that's, yeah, that's part of it. And I was like, what? And he said, well, somebody saw nurses at Target and they called back to the hospital and they said, hey, you've got nurses here uh, buying up supplies and spreading the virus. Bullshit, right? One, we didn't have our badges on. So how did they know what fucking hospital we worked for, right? I'm guessing what happened is that she called both of them because it took them a while. It took them a few weeks. They, and then management on the hospital side actually went and looked at the video. Target allowed my hospital management to go and look at the video of who was in there that day. I thought that was a little wild. I mean, can I just do that anytime? Like, hey, Target, can I come in there? And uh, I want to see if I want to see if my best friend came in to Target today. Can you can I see the video? They're going to say no, right? And you know how I know they're going to say no? Also, I have this recorded because I called Tor Torgets, Target's corporate office after this happened, spoke to the lady. She was a very nice lady. And I said, hey, do you have a policy on whether or not somebody who doesn't work for Target or the police with regards to if they can come in and ask to see security footage? And the lady was like, no, they don't. We don't we don't allow that. That's that's bogus. Right. 
And I was like, so then I said, hey, is this phone call being recorded? And she was like, yes. And I was like, all right, cool. I just wanted to let you know I'm also recording this conversation. And I said, I want to tell you something. I said, somebody at a Target where I live allowed my manager, allowed the, the hospital manager to see video of me in your store. And I just lost my job. That's one of the reasons I lost my job. And it just got dead quiet. And I was like, now you just told me that y'all don't allow that, right? And it quiet. And I said, I mean, it's okay, ma'am. The conversation's recorded. We're both recording this conversation. So it's not like you didn't say it. And she said, I think I need you to, I need you to speak with somebody else. Spoke with somebody else. Nothing came of it. Nothing came of it because they don't care. So we get fired. Um, they're still telling me why. And, you know, she, Reg says, you know, they, they called and said that these nurses were spreading the virus. So I asked them, I said, did you, did you tell them they were clean scrubs? Did you say anything like, no, those scrubs were actually sterilized? Not only were they sterilized, but we also had zero patients in the department. So they were perfectly not, they were perfectly clean. And then I was like, are they mad because we had masks on and we're in dark blue scrubs? And my boss said, yes. And I looked right at him and this bitch of an HR woman and said, the whole fucking country has masks on Reg and bitch lady. I was like, it's not like it was just us. What are you talking about? Right? But no, 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 no. It wasn't that at all. They didn't stand up for us. They didn't do anything. They just said, your time here is done. And then, uh, you know, so I know I forgot to clock out. They didn't want to fix that because... That's the reason they wrote down. Like, that is the reason that I did not clock out. That is the reason I was terminated. I didn't get a write-up. I didn't get a warning. They didn't just adjust the clock. They fired me. Have I left the hospital before? 100% while I was there. Clocked out. In fact, when they said you didn't clock out that day in the meeting when I was getting terminated, I said, Craig, whoops, Reg. Not that wasn't his name. Reg. I was like, I, I went home today. I went home today. Look at the clock. I clocked out. I do it every time I clock out. One time you're going to come at me. You're going to fire me over this. And they just didn't want to be in. You know why they fired us? Nine of us went in total. Okay. They only fired the registered nurses. They didn't fire the paramedics. They didn't fire the nursing assistants. Um, nobody else. They only fired the registered nurses. The register. And I was the one of the three that got fired who had the least amount of experience. The other two were, I guess you'd call them veteran nurses. I mean, the one that's been there 15 years, 15 years without a single write-up, and they fire her during COVID. Fuck these, these people, man. So another issue um, that I just called them out on, I was like, y'all just fucked up for this, is they said... Uh, when we left the hospital, that there were not enough ACL, ACLS providers on the unit should somebody have to come in to the hospital, okay? They said, that's a policy. And I asked them, and once again, anybody who wants to hear the entire conversation, just reach out to me. I'd love to send it to you. I'd love to, because you just catch them lying. I said, show me the policy in the hospital manual where it says um, that 
where it says we have to have X number of ACLS providers in the department. I said, and I said, not only show me that paperwork, but I said, show me the manual as of the date I left the hospital. And then, you know what she said? Once again, this is recorded. She said, it's a department policy. To which she replied, uh, or to which I replied, well, can I see the the document that I signed that I, I knew about this? And she said, oh, it's a, it was a unit meeting. So once again, I said, okay, can I see, was I there for this? Was I, did I know about it? And they couldn't say anything. They just kept saying it. They were getting rid of me. It's an at-will state where I live. You can fire somebody for having a certain color hair. It doesn't matter. I don't, I'm not arguing that. What I am arguing, not even arguing, I just want you out there to know that hospitals are garbage. A lot of people in hospitals are trash people that don't give a shit about you or their employees. Um, and no, nobody there, there might have been some nurses that wanted us gone just because everybody liked us because we did our jobs well and we got along with everybody. So the nurses that didn't like us, they were, they were, you know, they didn't care. They were probably happy. Um, but almost all of the providers loved us. And there was a physician assistant there that worked. And I love this guy. Fantastic dude. Uh, and he, him and another doctor were going to write letters to the uppers saying like, what are y'all doing? Like, these are three of our strongest like nurses and they're all charged nurses. So why are you going to get rid of them during a pandemic that's starting up? And the emergency room head physician, who was also like the director physician for the hospital at the time, I went in and told them to not get involved. They wanted to, in their own words, say why they thought we should stay. But he was told, don't get involved. I mean, they fired us, all three of us. And then the next day, the heroes work here signs went up. I, I was, are you kidding me? You just fired three nurses because we forgot to clock out. Nobody got injured. We got some supplies and you fired us. And not just, I mean, you fired three nurses, but you wrote up everybody else. And you know why? They did that to save money. Because like I said, the hospital was fucking slow. Right? So they get rid of nine people. They want to make this PR move to show that they don't tolerate X, Y, and Z. They're full of shit. And I'll tell you why. Actually, I'll go ahead and tell you why. Because prior to me in that meeting getting terminated, I'm in the room or in the room with my boss, Reg. And he's like, why would you go into the hospital with your scrubs on? And I'm like, what do you mean? They're clean scrubs. And I go into Target all the time with my scrubs on. And then I said, don't you go into Target with your scrubs on? And he said, yeah, but I, I, I at least take my scrub top off. And I was like, you just said that you have gone into Target with your scrubs on. But you took your, your scrub top off. You don't think that any kind of disease could be on your pants, you idiot. And I had that meeting recorded. I recorded that too. Him saying he did exactly what I did, what they were bitching about. He had done the exact same thing multiple times. Got it recorded. But does he say anything? Does he stand up for us? For us? No, he doesn't. What he should have said, which is the truth, is that I have given the charged nurses permission. If they use their clinical judgment and they think that staffing is appropriate enough that if a nurse or a worker needs to go run a personal errand, that they can go and do that. Our ER ran like that, and we had been doing that for years. 
I used to send people all the time that wanted, I didn't give a fuck if they wanted to go shopping. If the hospital was empty and we had an abundance of employees, go shop. I don't care. Keep your phone on you. I'll call you if we need you back. We're fine though, right? I'm saving the hospital money. This person's happier because they get to go spend their husband's money, whatever it is. So that, you know, he was like, you got to sign this paper after being fired. And I was like, I'm not, I don't know if I want to sign that. But then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I signed it, right? Done. I'm walking back to, because they had to escort me off of the property. So I'm walking to get my locker, get the stuff out of my locker. And I said, Craig, fuck, I said it again. Reg, Reg, like, when was this meeting? Like, show me where I, where it says that these providers have to be on the floor at all times. And hand to God, like I said, I have it recorded. He said, there never was a meeting. And I'm just like, why didn't you tell her that? Why? Why? Because if he found out, he's probably going to get in trouble. He might lose his job. But God forbid he stands up and does what's right, right? No. Nobody in that hospital in the uppers was right. They were all just a bunch of money-hungry losers um, that didn't have any empathy or care for what we were going through as the nurses. Being forced to reuse shitty equipment. And then I even asked him, like, what, why are you not firing everybody? Why is it that you're only going to fire the nurses, but everybody else gets a write-up? Especially the nurse who's been here for like 15 years with, with no incidents. And he just wouldn't answer it. And then I get the stuff out of my locker. I say bye to people. Um, and he has to escort me out to my car. And you can just tell he's still like trying not to cry. And he's like, because I remember, um, actually, fuck it, I don't care. And I'm like, he's like, I'm hoping this doesn't change like our relationship. I'm like, what do you mean? This 100% changes our relationship, Reg. Fuck you, man. You're a weak ass dude who just let three, three nurses let their jobs get ended because you didn't want to say what was right. What actually you've told us we were allowed to do. Right? They're all fucking liars there. Anybody who wants to come back at me and say you're making stuff up, I want everybody to remember. I recorded every single meeting. I still have them saved. So anybody can say it, but then I'll just, I will come on this show and I will just upload all the recordings if somebody wants to call me out on it. I would love to. Bunch of savages over there, man. Just ridiculous. No, just didn't give, I mean, everybody is <laughs> just, a, just a, a terrible, terrible company to work for. One of the lowest paying hospitals in the state I work in, by the way. I really want y'all to know which hospital it was. And I'm trying to think, I can't, I don't think I can say it. I'm trying to think of a, a way I could describe it. It's a small hospital. Sounds like it's near a river, maybe. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> um, 27 minutes in. All right. So I'm going to kind of give you a peek at the next episode just to continue on, because I said this is going to be a two-part episode, to continue on the, the fact that the hospital I worked at was, was, were trash employees in the uppers, in the tops, okay? And I will leave you with this. So, you know, COVID started, and then they gave out these, um, the government was doing unemployment, like if people were getting fired or laid off, you could get an unemployment check. I, once again, hands to God, New nurses that quit because they were making more on an unemployment check. They were making more doing nothing, getting a check from the government, than going to work. 
right? Now, can you blame most people for wanting to make more money? No. Is that the right thing to do? Absolutely not. I think that's a very shitty thing to do. But here we go. They fired us three nurses, correct? Middle of the pandemic. All three of us applied for unemployment. I had child support to pay at the time. Going through a divorce, right? I've got stuff I got to pay for. I had just bought a motorcycle uh, about a month ago prior to this. Um, So we all applied for unemployment. Guess what, guys? Only one of us got it, and it wasn't me, and it was not the nurse who had been there for 15 years. So I was like, how can that happen? And I've, like I said, I've got this voicemail. So I called. The, the denial letter said, I was fired for not following hospital procedure, right? The stuff that I said, let me see the paperwork for that they couldn't provide. That's what they said I was fired for. I called HR and I said, hey, this is weird because we all got fired for the same thing, I thought. So why would it be that one of us would be approved for unemployment, but the other two weren't, right? Uh, And she called me back because I had to leave a message. And she said, "Uh, Nurse Man Dan, I just went through and looked. I can't really say much, but all three termination paperwork were identical. The only thing that was different was the name. That is what she said. I have it recorded. So what happened? You might want to know what happened. What happened is that the lady who has to verify when the state goes to approve these unemployment you know, benefits, they have to call and see what you're fired for. And if you're fired for something, for, I don't remember how they explain it, then you aren't able to be reimbursed. You aren't able to get an unemployment check, right? Two of us got denied. One of us didn't. All three of the termination paperwork were identical minus the name. So what happened? The bitch HR woman told the state something different than she did for the other two nurses, myself and the other one. She lied out of just favor. Maybe she didn't like my attitude because I told her when she fired me, I would do it again unless y'all told me I'm not allowed to leave this hospital while I'm on the clock or at all. Then yes, I would do it again. It just made sense. Why the hell would I not try to help everybody out? We're nurses, you idiot. So um, anyways, that we're going to call it here. I'm going to pick up the rest of the story uh, next episode. There's not a whole lot left, but it goes kind of deep. And it just shows you that it was a corrupt system. There were corrupt people. Um, I, I think the HR bitch has been t- terminated since then as well. I hope it was for fraud. For go- I hope she goes, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say I hope she goes to jail, but I mean, that really ruined a, that really messed up my life for quite a while. Getting, you know, me getting fired with everything else going on. Um, so they were trash people and we'll talk more about them on the next episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I know I wasn't really talking much about anything medically beneficial to the human body. I am doing this as a uh, public safety alert. Pay attention to who you go to. I might look up after this and see if I can mention the name of the hospital I worked at, and then I'll just let y'all know so that you can avoid that hospital. Avoid those people. They're terrible. All they want is your money. Have a great night, a good afternoon, or a good morning. Whatever time it is you are listening. Let's remember 9-11. Say your prayers tonight. 
Have a great time, great day, and I will talk to you uh, next time, all right?